everybody. Welcome to a brand new episode of Wrestling Sucks. I am Antonio P. Cunio, and as always, I am joined by Brian the Brain Lipsitz. Hello. And Adam the D. Wit. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it, Antonio. God, fucking no. Let's talk about wrestling. Let's talk about wrestling. All right. This this past week we had Heck in a Keck, aka Hell in a Cell, and I think overall, as far as I'm trying to remember my predictions, but the only one I I I think I got wrong was the pre-show match. Yeah, you were you were you were you were more spot on than Adam and I were. Well, no, Adam, you guys both you guys both called Brock, which I stupidly didn't call. Yeah, and I called New Day. Yeah, which well, yeah, well, you you know why that happened? Because I'm that, a genius. No, well, because they they changed their plans at the last minute. The Dudleys are now jobbers, oh, and the Dudley. Usos are coming back yeah, on Monday. Dudleys suck. Yeah, the Usos are coming back, and the Dudleys are just going to be fucking guys putting guys over now. So that was all a right. Fun run. But yep, we're here. We're going to talk about Hell in a Hell. Hell in a Hell. Hell in a Hell. We're going to talk about Hell in a Cell. Heck in a Keck is easier to say somehow, even though I don't know what a Keck is. <laughs> uh, but let's let's just let's start at the end. Uh, Brock Lesnar versus Undertaker, three Hell in a Cell. Uh, for the final time. For the thrice in a lifetime. <laughs> yes. Um. Yeah. I mean, as far as my opinions go, I thought this match was great. Um, you know, it's not a typical wrestling match because these two guys are not typical wrestlers, not anymore at least. Um, you know, they didn't waste time with the fucking lockup, with you know, with the the back and forth, the feeling out, the 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 headlocks and and the the hip tosses. And, Felt and, like an attitude era match. You know, they just yeah. They, they knew it was big, and they went all in immediately. Right to the high spots. How and, how, yeah. how fast did Lesnar hit that first F five? <laughs> how fast did Lesnar's head hit that pole? Oh well, man! Yeah, I mean, <laughs> nine inch gash on the top of his head. Yeah, how fucking fast did Lesnar bleed? I was he, like, has it even been three minutes yet? Ah, he busted himself the hard way, I assume, right? Oh, I don't, yeah, I don't they, know. They, well, they confirmed that it was the hard way because of how deep, both of how deep, yeah. how deep the gash was, and like, Jeez. How it was just it bleeding and bleeding. Dude, it's, he, was, he was legit like covered in blood, right? <laughs> and, and I mean, to me, it's like you know we've had Hell in a Cell matches in the PG era quite a bit, but they've never really they've never felt, felt special. Like, yeah, because it's just like. And I'm not saying guys should, you know, I'm not saying like in the indies or, you know, CCW where guys should be cut blading and, you know, bleeding all over each other just for, you know, go, the pop. No, like, fluorescent bulbs? No, but like <laughs> what it what it matters on like a match like this where it's like, you know, these guys have been, you know, it's, it's the it's the blow off to the feud and it's two huge names. Like I think that blood completely added to the mystique of the match and just made it look like they'd been through a, a war. I mean, they had been both of them, but like. I really miss, you know, I think, that, and I, I get why they don't like to, people to blade anymore, and I get it, And it, but it's just like, for certain matches, I think, you know, and obviously Brock and Taker, if they had decided to, I'm not, it, obviously it wasn't, but like, yeah, you, what are you going to fucking fire Undertaker or Brock or find them, whatever, who cares? <laughs> exactly. So, but like, yeah, I, I th- obviously it's sad that guys lower on the card unless they get busted the hard way, can't really do it, but 
I think if everyone started bleeding in every match, then again, it's not like, special, right? Absolutely. So I think, it, and, but I thought it made this match. Well, because I think I read special. somewhere that the last time, like something like that, like that someone bled in a Hell in a Cell was Batista versus. Oh, it wasn't even a Hell in a Cell. It was a regular match. It was oh, him and Jericho. No, it was just, and I, I think it was Steel Cage. Yeah, Steel Cage. Him and Jericho. And and and, got, and, and, yeah. and Batista bladed, and he had to pay a thousand, hundred thousand dollar fine. Right, because oh, wow. Vince and Vincent was threatening to fire him, and they had Jericho. Jericho talked about it on one of his podcasts. They had to like calm him down, basically, <laughs> Vince from firing Batista. But yeah, it, it was like that. That's how big of a like a no no in the PG era it is, which is why they have the fucking doctors run, which was hilarious when Lesnar just like shoved that doctor. It was Lesnar just shoved him out and he fell out of the real. ring. That was one hundred percent real too, um, according to everything. I've read like total, yeah, total and that was, that was actually like the really cool thing about the match was how how real it felt. It, right, you know, I I I was I am probably the the least encouraged person about that match. Like, I did not give a fuck going in, and uh, when the match started, like you know, it it set that really solid pace, you know, and I was like, okay, this is good, and then shit really started moving. I was like, okay, this is excellent. And then he shoved the doctor, and I was like, "This is something special." Like, and the crowd was just like, even from the first. Oh man, the, the crowd belt, was just, just you know, like when you when you talk about good wrestling crowds, like that's gonna be one we're gonna think about for a right. long time. Like, yeah, I good job, LA. Yeah, you know, yeah, they were into everything. LA did made, it right, man. LA did it right, but yeah, they didn't shit on stuff, and they just were into the and like that, like, like no you shit said, that last match. No shit, cheese yeah, Chicago, yeah, you know, like. It, <laughs> I think they were just bummed out because they didn't get SummerSlam last year or this year. This year. So they're like, come on, WWE, we love you. Bring us back. But not. Nah, we got SummerSlam this year, thing. Antonio. I was there. <laughs> I was there. But yeah. Um, for that confusing ending to the second. Right. <laughs> but like, man, like, like Adam was saying, though, like once that pace picked up and they were, just, you know, and those, I mean, there's stuff in it. Like, those chair shots Brock was hitting Taker with, especially the one on the head. I'm like, dude, like, I didn't, I expected another Sting thing to happen almost. Like, Taker is, you know, like, man, they're just he's beating the hell out of him with that chair. No pun intended. But, like, some of those chair shots, it's like, yeah. my God. And the bumps they were, some of them were taking, like, the bumps into the, you know, they, they were not, you know. They weren't fucking I mean, around. <laughs> no. And I mean, they were brutal. He, and he did a couple of, he didn't do 16 suplexes, but, I mean, Demonic I think he only ended up doing three. Right. Well, that's three. because Taker didn't. They didn't want to break him into millions of pieces. So, but <laughs> even that though is still, you know, the, he he was just a great match. And Lesnar is just this intangible like thing that is like amazing. I, I can't describe him. Like he really is the most special thing they have. And you know, Taker even now still is you know with his entrance or anything He's like special. He touched he, a brother heart. <laughs> This uh, this match made me believe in old man Taker. Like, um, wow! <laughs> I and I, I, fuck, yeah. I I am again maybe the biggest skeptic of the guy. I I I, yeah. I worry about anybody who's fifty years old and plus working. Um, right. But he really went out there and not only could hang with Lesnar, but like I mean, he went he went blow for blow with him and all of right. you know, it looked convincing. It felt high stakes. The ending, like I had no clue 
who was and usually you can pick up on like the pace of a match and figure out right. how it's gonna go. I had no yeah, fucking it was clue. Pretty how, evenly paced. I had no clue how it was gonna end, and it felt exciting. Like it, I cannot remember the last time I was that excited by a WWE match, and it really surprised me that it was that match. You know, um, so like hats off to them for just really. Yeah, they they the finish was well done. I, mean, the, I thought the, I thought the finish was fucking genius because yeah. I was like, how are they going to end this? Like, legitimately, like, how how realistically, how many more F fives can Brock Lesnar give him or whatever? And how many times can uh, Taker kick out? And then when 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 he went for the low blow and he did the F five, I was like, oh, that's pretty fucking good. It's yeah, brilliant. And that was right after. Taker tombstoned him on the on the wood of the ring. Like yeah. when they, they tore the ring up, I was like, "What?" That's something they've what never done before. Uh, like the, the, next, the only the time I've ever that. seen that happen was when the Nexus took over. Yeah, I was gonna say right, right. on the on the raw right. on the raw pre show this week. David Otunga uh, was talking about how Lesnar must have been watching old Nexus tapes. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. It was I didn't know David Otunga was back doing stuff. Yeah, no, he... Oh, we... Oh, sorry, I can't remember. I was just... Music popped into my head for some reason. Uh, Standing next to me, yeah, you know you feel the power. <laughs> Antonio, Antonio sings on Wrestling Sucks. It's a new state. He does. It's Apparently, Brian loves it because... I do. I do. Oh, I love it too. I love it too. <laughs> I'm really concerned, Adam. Do you do you watch the Raw Pre Show? I only listen. I had nothing to do. And second, shut up. Yeah, that's it's good to see David Otonga still has something to do in the company. No, and it was, it was, it was at least they're using it because Graves like tore into him and was like just kind of like yeah. stonewalled him like a jackass. Like it was almost mean. Like, I, 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 if you, I, I don't know if they keep those on the network, but if you can, oh yeah, they it, do. Yeah, they you do. Can watch it; it's actually pretty funny. Anyway, um, something nobody needed to know. <laughs> no, no, no. Um, but yeah, and then of course, you know, we'll we'll talk about this. Is like, how perfect was the ending of you know, you know, take or loss, but like, Lesnar's leaving, and like. The crowd is just so like into you can Taker. see the respect between them right. both because you know like Brock Lesnar left and he they looked at each other and Taker gave him like that 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 finger where little, he was like the, yeah the you got sling, me a little gunslinger move yeah like, yeah you got, got me you pulled my move and you got me and I deserve it and that's cool right and 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 you know like. I was kind of hoping for a handshake, but at the same time, I you know it's not something I I needed. Yeah. Nah, and you don't want to do it with Lesnar. I'm glad Undertaker was able to to get up pretty much after the match, kind of you know, and leave. Trying to do a sit up where he took like three times. Yeah, I mean that was that was a little hard to watch. Yeah. You know, even I was like, oh, just come on. I was I was like using the force. Where's the power of the urn? I was like, I was like doing it with him to like, come on, guy, you got, got this, you know. But um, yeah. And the fans were like all chanting, "Thank you, Taker," which was, I mean, it almost was like it felt felt like it was a retirement match, and it wasn't. But it was just like, and then the brilliance of their booking, and you know, we shoot on WWE a lot, but their brilliance of this book, this, this was the most brilliant booking. You know, you know, you have the Wyatt family. 
all of a sudden come out. All what a four great of them. surprise. What, what an awesome end. Yeah, it just, it's a finally make Wyatt like this big heel that he should be. Like, it's just, that, what better no, way. That should have been. Damn but you right. know what I mean? Because you, right. you know how, like, even during the scene, a few people were kind of cheering him because they hated Cena. <laughs> but, like, this was, like, they fucking wanted, they they were like, how dare, and, like, even, J, I will give credit, I thought JBL, JBL was, was he, perfect. JBL where he was like, how dare you? Like, this is his moment. And they came out, and then, you know, the fact they just drag him away, and, like, they, they he's trying to fight beautiful. him off. But it was beautiful. It, it was great. Like, I got, I got to, I got to say, when I heard his music, and they were coming out, I was like, no, I was fucking pissed, like, immediately, <laughs> you know? But then I was, I, I, I saw his music, and I saw him coming out with uh, the with the four guys, and I was like, I can't be mad at this. They, they gave Taker the time and, and the respect, so fine. And then, I mean, if, 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 if it wasn't obvious to anyone else, I mean, clearly the WWE has future plans for Taker. Had basically promoting um survivor series around the being it uh that being the 25th anniversary of the Undertaker debut and me being me being the brain i am embarrassed that i did not think of that last week i'm like oh it's undertaker I, like yeah 1990 you know so yeah they gotta so, what, so way to capitalize. That, was, that was you know that's definitely a great way to be like oh, to show that the undertaker is obviously coming back all right but it was just such a great way and, to make and, the Wyatt's look. It, it really was. It, it, the the Wyatt, it, it, he just lost to Roman. Uh, you, would, you, would, you would never, you wouldn't even think of that because coming out of that, it, like, well, what's he, what's he gonna do for, uh, what's he gonna do with? Like, they, yeah, he instantly they, got everything back. They kind of, they took him away, and it kind of reminded me of when, when, when they did that with. Uh, Tiger was doing that with the corporate ministry. Oh, the ministry when they were dragging. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's exactly what I thought of. Was that's exactly the first thing of. I thought of, and I was like, "Oh, I like this a lot." And um, and going, you know, going ahead to the next night, like Wyatt cutting the promo, and then uh, idiot people chanting "What at him?" But yeah, but I mean, what what? How fucking great was he? Because he handled that shit like a yeah. Boy. He just ignored it. He did not let them get to him like. You know, other ramen-based people did. <laughs> <laughs> and then, you know, Kane coming out, and they do the same thing, and then taking Kane away. And I really dig what they're doing, because I guess on SmackDown, he came out with... They got Kane's mask and Undertaker's hat now, basically saying that, like, they've taken away their, you know... In their way, saying, like, they've got them, and, like... It, they just, have to have a way to bring in the urn. It's just, it's just awesome that they're using, like, this... And like I said, I would think it's going to lead to some sort of, you know, four on four at Survivor Series and elimination, like original Survivor Series match. Because I don't think Taker needs a single singles match against I mean, Bray again. It's going to be interesting who they pull in for Taker and Kane. Because right. At first, you'd think it's Roman and, and that was my guess. But then after yeah, Raw, was, yeah. But I mean, but but with Roman, they've already said that his his match is against Seth for the title. Right. And, and I mean, I don't want to see Roman wrestle Bray again or any of the Wyatts again after he finished his feud with them. Right. And, and it's um, like Ambrose, I guess, but I mean, I, I, and he would think Orton, but he's out with a shoulder injury. And plus he's getting married too. And Cena's gone. So it's like, who the fuck is going to team up with them? You know, it's like, and, and I hope it's not a, like a two on four thing. Cause that would just be, 
you know, I, I could see, I could maybe see them do that, but I don't I don't want to. With it, but maybe I mean, the APA comes back. <laughs> with it being the the 25th anniversary, I would think that they're gonna um, do a traditional match. I don't right. Like I have no speculation on who, who the right. Two could be. But well, I, I they, thought you know, it was... they, they they surprised the hell of us with Del Rio coming back. So who, right, who knows? Uh, you never know. Pockets. You never know. I mean, desperate times, desperate ratings, desperate. I, I did like what JBL said though. Like at the end, when they were carrying Kane away, he's like, within the span of 24 hours, they took out both of the brothers of destruction. And you think of like back in the early 2000s, how dominant that team was, and they were like shooting yeah. untouchable. Right. Like they they were taking on everyone. I mean, I remember them beating the quote unquote WCW tag champs when they brought him in. Uh, what was what the fuck was that name? Chronic. Yeah. They beat them in like less than five minutes and just destroyed them to the point where they never came back to wrestling like and they were just like un, like you said untouchable and now it's just like so yeah I, i'm really excited to why it seemed like a yeah big and i i really thought that they did such a great job like like they switched focus from bray losing right to take uh to to them you know uh to to roman and just making it all about undertaker and i mean like it's just the potential for what could happen is really, really cool. But speaking of Roman, uh, so what did you guys think about the, oh, good the one, other Ryan. other Hell in a Cell match? I was I'm impressed with that that transition. Right, you like that? You like that? <laughs> I liked it. Uh, but yeah, uh, the um, the the I thought the uh, Roman Bray um, uh, Hell in a Cell match was actually pretty good too. I mean, yeah, uh, yeah. You know, like I thought they took, they beat the shit out of each other, which was like sometimes all you really need, and and it really, I thought was 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 good on their part because I mean it's part of the it's the feud, man. You know, like it's it's the, if if it's if if we're to believe it's the final chapter of this feud, then it it it, it, it makes sense for to have them just beat the shit out of each other. You gotta go all both, out, yeah. Yeah, you gotta go all out, and they can both go, and they both took fucking sick bumps and I, you know oh, that I thought fucking, it was a lot of fun table bump that uh inside the ring when it like I, like his head his head hit the scary the like yeah. portion of the table um all the kendo stick shit <laughs> right like just ex- I, I, excellent stuff yeah i mean I, I think you called it adam i i was not looking to this match for anything special but you were like yeah i think they're gonna have like a killer match and i was like all right but you were you were dead on they and I mean, you look at, they went 22 minutes and, you know, we've said, you know, what the weaknesses of Roman Reigns are, but honestly, he proved a fucking lot to me because in the beginning there was smattering of booze. They really weren't into him that much. And then by the end of that match, the crowd was a hundred percent behind him. So yeah, you know, by the end of that match, the crowd was just like, like, but when he hit that spear at the end, they were like, yes, like give him credit. They were, they were cheering too. for him, which yeah. was, which was, you know, which was great. Yeah, exactly. I, think, you know, I think he either on uh, either on the pay per view or on Raw he got he actually got a chant, which I can't remember the last time he got a chant. Right, it was at the, it was at the end of the Raw right, too. Because, yeah, right, because unlike last year when he was given the fucking Royal Rumble, this is something he earned. And and when you when as a wrestler, when <laughs> when when you go through a match to 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 a group of people, you know, to fans who kind of don't think you deserve it. You're gonna get shit on, but at the same time, when you finally do uh, 
do show off and you do get the you when you do earn the respect of the fans, we're not going to be shy about that fact. You know, we're going to cheer for you. And you know, we've seen it a bunch of times this year with uh, with um, with uh, at, in NXT with with Sasha and you know with the women in NXT mostly. Uh, you know, but you know, with also the guys, and I mean, like, who the fuck thought Chad Gable and George, Jason Jordan would be anything? And with a couple of matches, those guys are on. Right, I would say a fast track of just being great superstars. And uh, you know, so I think Omen, Roman has definitely earned ste- uh, some respect. For me, I, I, I think I think he's I think he's got a ways to go yet. Like this, that match was oh, big, I, that match was a big step forward. Right. Um, I I don't I, I don't think that he's a hundred percent there, but he's definitely earned a lot. I think in really? the, uh, I think they, the positive I, column. It would be a really good idea for them to make him like you know we've we've talked about this. Brian's talked about this at least. You know, take him back to being the silent killer. Um, right. And I, I I also figured out like I think what really annoys me about him. He is essentially being booked like Hulk Hogan was. He's got, you know, instead of the big boot and leg drop, he's got the Superman punch and the spear. Um, you know, and it's yeah. and it's the fail safe like nobody's gonna kick out. Like the spe- that spear is the most protected move in the WWE right now. You know, like no, yeah. nobody kicks out of that fucking spear, and it's a spear. You know, like it's yeah. just it's a tackle. You know, but to be fair, I mean, Edge did have that use the spear for the part of his career when he was in the main event, and there was a you know a lot too many people kicked out. I mean, people did, but it was just the same thing. I mean, and God, even Christian used it, I think, after Edge retired. So I yeah, mean, on, only a couple of times he still used his overly complicated to set up. Oh, you mean the fucking the thing nobody the, the, the thing the, that, un, the unprettier the thing nobody you know, they, ever want to match with. They gave they gave us another name when he came back from uh, TNA. It was Kill Switch. Thank you. <laughs> How did I not know that? Um, but yeah, you're yeah. not a real Christian fan, Brian. Apparently not. But um, yeah, I, the spear. I, I understand what you're saying, but like, I, I think um, the spear is it's protected, but I don't I don't see it as being like the leg drop was just ridiculous because it was a leg drop. This at least is. But I know, yeah, yeah, I guess because Goldberg did the spear. That's yeah. why I never liked Hogan. I'm like, how do you? How can you not kick out of a fucking leg drop? Well, that was the 1980s. It didn't I, matter. I, I, <laughs> I, this was when I was watching him wrestle in fucking WCW. <laughs> my my issue is more with the Superman punch because it's a jump yeah. fucking punch. It's dumb <laughs> shit, dude. The way Ziggler sold it on Raw, like, he got like shot and did like a fucking flip. I was like, I, I, Jesus I, Christ. I like. I love the way Owen sold it. That on was Raw. what I was. Yeah, that was good like, too. And well, and the way they set it up, like I oh, that was beautiful. That, that was very that, yeah. cool looking. And like some once in a while, and that's what Reigns. What he's starting to do that's cool is he's starting to innovate a little bit. Like yeah, he's yeah. throwing in like unconventional suplexes. Like he's starting to fucking get a feel for how to do his thing out there. And right, uh, I, maybe I, maybe it's more just a. a a gain in confidence in what he's doing. Sure, sure. I would imagine, you know, you have to think, like, look at it from that guy's perspective. That Royal Rumble shit had to have been crushing. Oh, not even that, but I mean... The Rock the couldn't of- get that guy over. Well, then that... You know, then what's you go- weird is that he recently did have an interview where he said that he was afraid that they were going to give it to uh, Brian again, especially when they set up that match against him 
at uh, Fastlane. Well, that's what I was going to say. I mean, he, first of all, you have the Rumble thing that happened to him. And it's like, yeah, he made it in Mania, but they basically were like, we're changing the plans that weekend, and you're not winning the belt, and we don't have any confidence that you can carry this company. I mean, look at it. They, they had no like, reason to at that point. You know? No, I know. That's what I'm saying. But I'm saying, in his mind, though, that's going to be like, you don't know if you're ever going to get there again. Like, that's... You know, yeah, that's true. That's a main event of Wrestlemania. It's a very main event of Wrestlemania, and you're told, "Yeah, we're going to run with you. You're going to be the champion." And then, obviously, Brock resigned, which they didn't think was going to happen, and all this stuff. And then he really wasn't getting over. And they were like, "Yeah." I mean, you guys remember during Wrestlemania, right after it, like his family was pissed because they were all thought he was going to go over, and you know, the Samoan the Samoan family, Samoan like, dynasty. It, like, so I think you guys are absolutely right. I think it shook him and. It takes a while for him to, and it, you know, and obviously they didn't. Ex- and then after that, they continued to book him with these ridiculous long promos that just were scripted that, and awful. Oh, suffering succotash, man. <laughs> no, but I, I mean, I, I agree with you. But I think it was it was a shake in confidence for what happened to him. But also, he was never that strong to begin with because he was so well hidden with right. Ambrose and and. Right. and uh, and Rollins. Right. He had so much flash and flair going on, and then he was the hot tag guy. And yeah, do you remember um, the Rumble last year when it, they, you know, Batista won it? But I think it came down. It came down to him and Batista and somebody else. And, yeah. Uh, when like when it was looking like he was going to win, like he was doing the shoulder pump thing, and they had a huge fucking chant going for him. Yeah, and the fans wanted it then. Like, they were like, yeah. What did, what what yeah, he, was, what he had just eliminated 12 guys. What a yeah. difference a year makes, you know? Right? Like, it was in the next year. Yeah, because, again, it's the way they the presented him. He lost yep. the shield heat, you know? And he, yep. he worked great as a hot tag guy, but, yeah. he need, you know, it... it it's kind of like the Baron Corbin complex where it's like he needed to work longer matches. And now that we're seeing, right. you know, Corbin start to do those, um, you know, we're seeing that the guy has legitimate talent that he can hang with, right. people, you know, people with varying styles. Roman, slow Ro- down. Uh, Roman's <laughs> biggest fan. I, hey, maybe I am, you know, like I, I, I think, I, I mean, I read a lot of shit about how much people hate that guy. And I, I think he's, I think he's got a lot yeah, of, you know, <laughs> you guys, I know I, this is, this is way off our, 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 our topic, but if either of you guys watched any of the, the premiere episode of Breaking Ground, yes, know, I have not. Baron Corbin comes off like a complete douchebag. So that's all I'm going to say. No, that's and when he does. That's what I've, he comes off like him. a dick. That's what I've heard like, him. People backstage, like. And I'm not, I'm not trying to spoil, but like they show him, like people are setting up the ring, it, like all the NXT guys, and he's sitting there fucking eating his fucking like, s- like cereal, and they're like giving him shit, and he's like, yeah, I'm gonna sit here and do that, and he just comes off like a fucking complete prick the entire time. So it wouldn't surprise me if that's kind of his. I don't think they doctored the footage because it's a documentary, but um, I that kind of made me be like, uh. So, but I mean. It's funny because living the gimmick, shows, man. Living the gimmick. Uh, so I was gonna say he showed, but he showed almost more charisma in acting like he did in real life than he does. Uh, but uh, I mean, you can tell he he's got an ego. He thinks you know he's hot shit, and he he's does pissed. he does have an ego, which I think is gonna be something that Triple H is gonna course correct because they they did that with Seth Rollins. Right. He's pissed that he's not on the main roster. That's all I'm gonna say. I you think I think leave. I think so too. I think I think because he's been there. He's I think he's been there three years. years. Yeah. 
and he's not on the main roster. And um, but yeah, definitely check it out, Adam. I'd like to hear your opinion. Like, yeah, your it's opinion. actually you know, and to the listeners too, if you if you haven't watched uh, Breaking Ground, it's really great. And it is really if good. If you love William Shatner's beautiful voice, <laughs> he narrates it. So I saw that in the credits, and I was like, damn. WWE's not fucking around for this one. The soothing tone of William Shatner. But yeah, it's something it's, it's, on the wing. Something. <laughs> okay. Um, but like with Raw, again, with Roman, like back to Roman for a second, I think the reason why he, you know, that was like a sink or swim moment for him. Like they put him in the, you know, and I really, before you go any further, I really like the idea that they took the winners of Hell in a Cell and put them in the number one contender matches because it showed that, hey, pay-per-view wins wins and losses mean something basically unlike what nikki bella said oh Um, yeah that's right okay no i i I misunderstood you but you know what i mean like uh but uh, yeah no not brock though i know yeah but um but um i i like that and i but like roman okay you know they put him against kofi which they knew was a heel so that was that was fine and then they put him in the main event and you know like yo kofi got a good match out of him he did he did he did he did he did they in a really good match, and like it wasn't like he just destroyed Kofi and like went went and like even the last match, man, all that that match was killer. They like we said already the ending spots of it, but it was a killer match. And the sinker swim moment was you know right after the match, he goes up to Seth and they have that stare down, and the entire crowd was behind Roman and you know they did the thing and you know Seth grabbed the belt, put it on his shoulder, and they all booed. And it's like I get it's one night, but it almost felt like he's taking good job, the- San Diego. Right, it was a it was a, t- a turning point where he kind of feels like he's got the superstar thing going. Like he's a he's he's the guy. He's finally he's, taking off. Right, yeah. like it's it's just the beginning. Like you said, Adam, it's it's not there yet. But one that that one night looks really good he's, for him. He's, like he's start he's starting to convince me, and I am. But no, I'll <laughs> again. Like I, I I am insanely skeptical of Roman. Yeah, and um. I think we're we're underselling a little bit how good that fatal four way match was. Right. Um, all four guys. It was pay per view quality. Like all I, four I, I, guys brought their A game. Um, right. I it made me want to see. Uh, I don't you know know if or when we'll see it. It made me want to see like a twenty to twenty five minute Roman Reigns Kevin Owens match, and I don't right. think you could have told me last week, <laughs> or you know certainly not you know six months ago. That I would ever say those words in that order, right? But he's starting to show that he's got the goods, like slowly but surely. And I would, I like to see that kind of development rather than just like, you know, hot shot to the title and everything. Right, right. And I hope this is true. I mean, this is my look. Uh, you know, too much confidence or too much, um, you know, hopefulness. But you know, the ratings were really bad last week, and this week they were bad again. But I think they realized we got to. Well, the, the ratings are the ratings, but we can't just throw out, you know, old guys and hot shot stuff. We have to, let's just try to, you know, Cena's gone now, Orton's out. What's the worst that can happen? We're going to try this Roman thing if it doesn't work, you know. It's a perfect time to try it because you're not competing for that top babyface spot with anyone else right now. He's got that, you know, Daniel Bryan's not there. Like, that was the whole thing. There were so many other people. They're I think, not fucking time. doing fuck all with Sheamus. Rich. <laughs> well, he's not. Right. No, but uh, but yeah, no. I, I think it's 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 the best time to try it because, like, you know what? They do Survivor Series, whatever way it goes. They can have a backup plan if they don't want him, you know. They, but at this point, it's like now's the time because then once Cena comes back and you know, then you know who knows. But um, 
yeah, it, it's it was a really I would I'm gonna go out on a limb and say that was the best raw that I felt forward momentum in the company since the one where you know I think it was I want to say it was in April or May where Sami Zayn came out to challenge Cena and it was like wow this feels really special and new like it felt it felt like they weren't just going through the motions and doing stupid it shit. Feels, Maybe I'm putting. It feels, it feels like they're going somewhere, man. I, I actually right. completely agree with you. I feel like there was um, such a sense of continuity that we haven't gotten. Right. Yeah. You know, right. With you know, with Bray coming out, Bray's got a perfect rationalization for coming out. Like it's not just right. like, this random. Here's yeah. It's time for Bray's segment. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like there, right. everything felt like it fell into place and it flowed. It just wasn't like thrown together. And maybe that was the, you know, and it just it it really. Hopefully they can keep that up because it was just like you know, man, that really felt like it was worth watching. And you feel like you said it feels like they're going somewhere. So, but. Um, what us speak of the biggest shock of the weekend, I guess we would call, um, boy, Zeb were we Coulter returned <laughs> exactly. We were wrong on Cena's opponent. It was Zeb Coulter. Um, but yeah, so the, it... how many of you like kind of shit yourselves a little bit thinking it was swagger? <laughs> <laughs> I think everyone thought it was swagger when he first came out. Cause it's I've, like, I've... well, obviously that's what they want you to think. Swag... It's like, really? If swagger would have come out. I would have turned off the fucking paper. <laughs> Like, no, not, it is not swaggy time, ever. It's kind of funny, though, before we go, obviously, into who it was, which everyone knows, but that's, that weekend, like, Saturday and Sunday, for whatever reason, there was these huge rumors that it was going to be Samoa Joe. Like, everyone's like, it's going to be Samoa Joe, and, you know, Meltzer and all these people were talking about, like, oh, my God, it's, you know, oh, it can't be him, because he's working at NXT show, and people were like, oh, it's going to be Samoa Joe, and, like, all the dirt sheets were like, Samoa Joe or Daniel Bryan, Samoa Joe, Daniel Bryan. So I think... If it was anyone not in a, a not a huge star, people would have been disappointed. So I'm glad that it was a, sh- but it was something shocking that no one would have ever predicted. So I think no one was disappointed. No one felt like, oh shucks, it wasn't, you know, because there was, it, yeah, I don't know why these were shucks, <laughs> but uh, from 1950. Now, um, yeah, but of course it was Alberto Del Rio, which I don't think anyone on this planet like expected. No I mean, one fucking called it. No one, no, no one knew. Fucking call thrown out. Nope. Anywhere we didn't even fucking discuss. In this day and age, to hide that that was uh, yeah. did not get it leaked. When they could is... keep a secret, and and the funny thing is, was I remember I I told Brian I remember saying, you know what the fucked up part is, on all our parts, or at least my part, because I fucking read like about three weeks ago, a month ago, that Del Rio was talking negotiate, not in negotiations, but he was. He, uh, the WWE had sent him out feelers. Yeah, to see if he would be interested in coming back. But yeah. I didn't think anything of it because I'm like, look, he left in a really bad way, you know, awful way. He was pissed off at the company, rightfully so. He said some awful things about the company, kind of like CM Punk. And I'm like, there's no way he's ever going to go back. And it's like, that music hits, and I'm like, what the hell? What <laughs> the fuck out? Yeah. And, um, very excited. Also, we need. Since Brian introduced this, I want to hear it. Say his name properly. <laughs> I introduced you guys. No, Brian introduced the Del Rio. So no, hear, Del I, Rio. I want, hear him, I want to hear him say it properly. Damn it. I don't want to do it. You put me on the spot. I can't do it. I can't do it. Take a deep Stay breath. Can you roll your R's, Brian? No, I can't really roll my R's as good as you. Try, you, you do it, Antonio. Why? Because I'm Hispanic? That's right. <laughs> That wasn't my thought at all, but okay, if you say so. <laughs> all right, Antonio, it's on you. 
right. See, you don't like it either when it's thrown on you. Alberto del Rio. There you go. That was good. Actually, I can't do that shit. I am actually clapping. I don't know. If that was really good. No, I can't do that. But yeah, it was. It was. It's great to see him back. And then when I found out earlier today how much he was getting paid, I was like, "Oh, that's how he came back to the tune of almost one and a half million dollars a year with less dates than before." So you know what? Good for him. Yeah, I mean, people will say, oh, how could he go back after, you know, how they treated him and, you know. Well, they fired the guy who was being a douche right. with racist. Right, and if fired, he really didn't want to go back, you know. Oh, yeah. I heard, yeah. I heard, I heard, right. I heard there was an apology, but I didn't know they, they shit canned him. No, they, they released him they, right, they, right around the same time they, they released They Del Rio. released him a little bit after. Yeah, like two Rio. weeks after Del Rio got released. Because technically Del Rio wasn't fired, he quit. Yeah, he, oh. he quit and was... They came to terms with his release. Because remember, he sued them because they're like, right. oh, well, you have a 90-day no-complete uh, right. clause. And he's like, that's how I make my living. That's how I feed my fucking family. You're not taking that away from me for fucking three months. So again, with all that, he like... Sued them. He right, sued and that's, them so that can fucking wrestle, and he won. So all these people are like, oh, and I'm not saying it's going to happen, but these people are like, oh, CM Punk's never going to come back. And I'm not saying Chicago fans get excited. But I'm not saying in five fucking years I would not be surprised to see him fuck. Like, there's no... You never can say never in this business. People have done fucking off. The only person who never came back was Macho Man. God rest his soul. But, you know what I mean? Like, everyone who's done awful shit to that company has always come back. So, to me, it's like... Eric Bischoff. <laughs> right? For that fucking company. That is the best. I think that's actually you right, Antonio. That's probably the the best one. It's like, Or even Hogan. I mean, all, you know, all these Hogan. guys... Hogan testified against Vince at the steroid trial and fucking went to WCW and tried to put him out of business. And, like, and, and Bischoff, yeah, who wished, you know, the company death and out of business. And it's like, yeah. And they, but again, if it's best, and not to use the authority bullshit, I'm not trying to do storyline, but if it's best for the wrestling business and their ratings and their, you know, they will slick, fucking, slick. Vince will do it. Yeah. So, but, um, what did you guys think of the finish with Cena and, and Doria? It was bullshit. It was awkward. It was, it was almost no, it was like... It was, it was way too quick of a match. I right. think, I like that they're giving him something other than the cross-arm breaker. Right. But, um, a, that that match was way too fast. Um, right. Cena, this is the first time seen... And, and, you know, I think one thing we all agreed on last week was that, you know... Whoever, I think Cena had to catch a fucking train. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> It was like he was like, "Get me the fuck out of here!" But yeah, it was it was here, weird. Here, here's what I uh, I thought. Um, every promo he had about the the U.S. Championship, it was a that match that finish, and his character was a huge slap into the face in the face of every fucking promo he did. I think that's he got why the announcer. The- remember when how the announcers were like, oh, you know, he's just so blindsided. He just does right. do. Yeah. It's like, man, they right. had 300 fucking matches together. Like, you don't exactly yeah. just forget within the, you know, Alberto had been gone, what, a year and a half, maybe? Yeah, I think they said 14 months, I think. Yeah, like, like yeah. so that, you, get, you know, don't fucking bullshit us, you know? Yeah. That's stupid. But, and to me, it's like, if Cena's this guy, like, I think what Tony was trying to get at, like, he's this guy who's like, oh, you know, I take pride in this championship. Right. Wouldn't he be like, you beat me, Baron Square, here's the belt, instead of being like, I'm out. 
Yeah. See you later. See you in three months. Like, it just kind I of felt... I gotta go shoot a fucking TV show. Apparently. I don't know if that's true. I mean, I did see you say that, but I, I haven't heard... I mean, if it's true, that's even worse. That, uh, but, like, yeah, just it felt really awkward. And I don't know if they were short on time because they did have the two Hell in a Cell matches and they probably didn't... I mean, dude, look at the Ryback and Owens match. They cut that down to, like, four minutes. And I was like... Not to say I, I minded because Ryback's awful, but it was that like... Match. And he's also maybe leaving, so all our wishes make oh, true. Fingers crossed, man. His, his so we'll see. Is, here, here's you want, here's a little funny tidbit about Ryback. His contract is up sometime next year, and motherfucker wants a tour bus. Because he needs to feed. Nah, I don't know. Why would he need a tour bus? He's not like he's... Well, he, he wants one because other wrestlers have it. And but they're because they've earned it. Those are top guys. He's not a top guy. Is he going to get Rob Van Dam's uh, singlet designer <laughs> to do the like, airbrushes on the side? That's aggressive. <laughs> who, who, who has a, a, a tour bus? I know... Randy Big Show, Cena, one. Orton, um, Punk did. Punk had he, one. Punk did. But, I mean, there's not like everyone has one. So that's like, who, who else has one that's like... He's not even near the top of the card. He's a, he was the IC champion. It's not like he was. He, he, fuck him. He shouldn't have a tour bus. You made the, CM Punk quit. The... <laughs> he injured as They should just tell him to go fuck himself. I mean, honestly, what's he gonna do? There's not like he can go anywhere. Where's he gonna go? TNA. They'll make him their champion. Oh yeah. man, that would be the funniest shit. Dude, him versus Great Khali for the TNA World Title. Poor, poor Matt Hardy. <laughs> Oh man, right? <laughs> poor Jeff. But yeah, I thought I'd say that, but poor Matt Hardy. But yeah, it, it's that's that's bullshit that tour bus thing because like I get it's it's almost like a rite of passage because it's like guys that are been there to, you know a long time and they need you know to, to you know it helps them their travel and you know and but again it's like for what why would they give him one it's like dude no what sorry one of them rants on right back no so fuck that but um. But yeah, I think they cut the Cena and Del Rio thing pretty down just for time, I think, because you know, I, I think I would assume it doesn't help. The, it doesn't help the ending, but I'm assuming just the the, the quickness of it. Because I mean, they've worked. You know, you guys remember they've had matches that have gone like 30 minutes and stuff. So it's not like they can't fucking work. And I don't know if Cena's just like was his mind was just like I want to get the hell out of here. And maybe it was he didn't want to take the spotlight away from Del Rio. Who knows? I don't know. You know, playing devil's advocate. So. But the the idea that know. he didn't the idea that he wanted to take that didn't want to take the spotlight away from Del Rio is actually probably exactly what he was thinking. Given because if if he had come back and it's still like you're gonna get the chance for Cena it sucks and it, and it's like he just kind of bailed and he kind of it let Del Rio get all the heat and you know kind of you know he's gone for three months why would he need to be you know I mean I was surprised they didn't they didn't do an, an angle to write him out but I guess they feel they don't need to. Yeah, they didn't even mention it. No. I mean, they buried Orton the week before by saying he got injured. They didn't say nothing about Cena when he disappeared. I don't know if it was a burial. Well, JVL did at least on commentary. He was like, he's injured again. Oh. But, um, but, uh, but no, it was... Um, um, what else? I just lost my train of thought. Um, well, I guess, I mean, I think I think if anyone else has any thoughts left on the, uh, the Cena stuff... Yeah. We can move on to... Some some word, words that Antonio never thought he'd say, but I, I gotta, know where you're going. I gotta fucking say, uh, this match, uh, Nikki Bella versus Charlotte for the Divas title, was was a great match, and it was mostly because of Nikki Bella. I think what there the were, fuck was Charlotte doing out there? She was Char- all Charlotte. She was I, awful. I mean, 
what the fuck, Charlotte? I've seen you have amazing matches with Natalia and Paige and Sasha, you know, and Bailey. Did you did you take both stupid and fucking botch pills before you went out there? <laughs> what the fuck? Let, let me ask you guys and seriously. Okay, you, go ahead, Andrew. You know, I just I just want to get my yeah. my shit rant out, and then you guys can yeah. <laughs> talk about it. Um, but I mean, I I was just blown away. I was like, this is the fucking Divas champion. How is she, how is she worse than Nikki Bella? <laughs> Bella for 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 her. I will say that her 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 mistake uh her her one mistake in the match that i i i thought was pretty obvious obviously to everyone else was when she fucking reversed the figure four but then went for the ropes anyway i'm like what the fuck are you doing you reversed it but then when she hit that fucking alabama slam on the fucking side of the that was that was a fucking brutal that was a brutal fucking hit i Undertaker and Lesnar was a brutal match. Bray and Roman was a brutal match. That was the sickest fucking bump I saw all night. Yeah, like, so let me ask you guys this, and I I might be just reaching at things, but do you think that Charlotte, let's be honest, she's been in the business for all three years in her life. She's never been a wrestler before. She went to NXT. Um, Do you think that she was, not, not on purpose, but do you think she was protected down there more because she was working with really, really, good wrestlers and now that she's on the main roster she's going to get exposed or do you think it was I don't just think night? so I don't I think she's a great wrestler I think I think it just could be nerves performing on on a higher level I I agree completely given you know given like you, you, just you you can see it in her face a lot of the time she she's like a really expressive person but yeah well yeah and I was gonna say it almost nervous it seemed to me like they had this huge long match planned out like they had all these spots they wanted to hit and they had a great and like when it came time to doing it she just was like i'm fucking flustered and i fucked everything up like you know what i'm saying like and you know like, and, and the match the match started out botchy and that has to right. that you know that has to set a bad precedent like you can't right you know once you fucked up like that you got to be like yeah man like how do i how do i bounce back from this and, right. you know, she's got to know that she's a better wrestler than Nikki Bella, so she's got to be thinking to herself, can Nikki carry this? <laughs> she can. Like, she yeah. did that night. All credit all, to her. All credit. All, all my fucking respect goes out to Nikki Bella because she proved to me that she could fucking hang with, with, with uh, well, you know. She, Not she, only hang she with Charlotte, but carry a man. Yeah, she right. carried the fucking match. Because think about it, if she, she dropped carried her, if she, Charlotte through the match. I was gonna say, because imagine if she had dropped the ball too. I mean, there would have been it would have been a giant embarrassment out there. Like we we you know, and I and honestly, I I think after I don't know if it was on Raw or it was this week or last week, but I've seen Brie wrestle quite a bit lately. I think she is completely awful. I think Brie is a hundred times worse than the week. Come on, Nikki. I don't think she. I like. Her husband is one of the greatest wrestlers of all time. It's like she knows nothing. Like you think you would be like. She knows how to steal his gimmicks. <laughs> but just like you watch her, she's so stick thin and she's just so bad at everything. Like she can do kicks and that's about it. She can do his kicks, but it's just like watching her. I'm just like, you know what? I've been hard on Nikki, but she is fucking terrible. Like how the fuck yeah, did Brie she? Bell is just. So, but sorry, I just want to, I had to get that in there, but it was, yeah, it's just, it's just, God. Um, so what did you guys think of the Dudley boys losing in like seven what? minutes? Oh, hold on. I just, oh, I want to, I want to finish off on the deep. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. Uh, we had Paige turn on Raw. 
obviously the fucking <laughs> everyone saw it coming. She's the but female like, big but, show but, now. But, but, <laughs> she is. But here's the thing: it was like, oh come on, we gotta go get ready for our three, our six man tag match, and I was like, fuck again? How are we gonna see this fucking match? Yeah, I mean, need to end this no fucking faction. Fuck. This faction stuff is like, fucking awful. The, the only faction thing that works so far is the fucking Bellas because two of them are sisters, and <laughs> and, and, and the Alicia other one is Fox drunk. is just there for the ride. You know that the whole, and, you know Charlotte and Becky being together makes sense. That's fine. They're friends. They're a good team. Paige should have been left on her fucking own the whole time. And honestly, you, you don't know what fucking team bad is capable of because they're not fucking given TV time. Yeah, the faction shit is just. It doesn't make my head hurt. It's just, yeah, it's just I don't know. It's just constantly the same fucking six people. Or Since July, we've had the exact same fucking nine fucking interchangeable fucking six-man. I think six we said this on an earlier show, but there's... We probably no, did, but oh well. No, They're hearing it again. There's no, no... There's nothing of... There's, you know, like... There's nothing happening. Hashtag Divas Revolution. There's, there's <laughs> no one's fighting for anything. Like, right. Like, you know... Why can't they just give like uh, the, the you know a, a second to team bad and just have them out there like oh, we're part of this defense revolution too? Where the hell are we? Why aren't we getting number one contender shots or why aren't we getting title shots? Why is it just the fucking bitch with the fake tits and the and the uh, shitty sister? <laughs> At first, I wasn't sure who you were referring to. No, I'm joking. You know, you know, and but, you know, you bring back Natalia for a stupid angle. But she's she's a fucking great wrestler. She can go too. Yeah, the problem is I don't know what their their uh, their fascination with Paige, but I mean I, I know their fascination with Paige, but like she's turned no, so many two times. Fascinations with Paige. <laughs> Shut up! I'm not going to say it. But anyway, she's turned so many times now that it's like they did the crazy gimmick all the way back since when she was feuding with AJ like a year ago. Right, I, and I that's and, and and apparently that's the only fucking story they can tell with women. Right. Well, that, we've said, yeah, we've they're said that, jealous yeah. of each other, so they got to be catty bitches, right? And they're crazy. One I of them swear is to fucking God, crazy. If we get another Miz TV segment with them. I'm <laughs> well, I hope so because then, they, then they can slap the Miz around and I can look like an idiot, which they always do, which is always humorous because it's like the Miz is so much better than they what they do with them. It's just stupid, but um, yeah, the this Viva Diva Revolution. No, I'm joking. Yay! Yay! Um, Anyway, Brian, you wanted to talk about the horrible Dudley boys? So that was a train wreck of like a five-minute match that was like a blow-off to the feud. <laughs> uh, Bubba Ray's got pinned cleanly, and Bubba Ray got pinned cleanly two nights in a row. Boom, First by Wade it. Barrett, and then by... Uh, second by Wade Barrett, and then the whoever was the New Day guy that pinned him. I don't know which of the three it was. Well, what was um, Woods? He was out. Oh, so right. So it was either Big E or Kofi, but I don't remember which one it was. I apologize to our listeners. I think but, it was um, Kofi. Okay. But yeah, it's just like, and now they've basically been relegated to being, um, you know, SmackDown this week, spoiler alert. Uh, they're in a number one contenders match with the Lucha Dragons, the Ascension, and someone else. And they lo- They are not the winners. So they're definitely was the, moving. It wasn't, was it the primetime players? Yeah, I think it was the franchise. Lucha Dragons are the winners, but uh, well, the, the uh, Usos are due to return pretty soon. Well, that's why. That's the thing is, I guess the Dudleys were quote unquote slated to win the belts, and then they're like, they're not getting over, and 
they're old, we're just going to use the Usos. So, I don't know. <laughs> so that's trombone indeed. But um, I I don't know. Like, at this point, it's like, what do you do with the Dudleys now? They're just going to be in six-man tag matches with Ryback now? Like, what do you, you do with them? Their usefulness is kind of... I mean... I, I read uh, an interview where Bubba Ray's like, oh, if Spike wants to come back, we'll bring him back. Um, yeah, and, and Velvet Sky should be brought in to be our... Duchess of Dudleyville, like Stacey Keeler was. I'm like, that's because you're banging her. And he's just like, yeah, she's the hottest WWE. She's the hottest diva that's never been in WWE. And I'm like, uh, I don't know about that. So D- Bubba's just, I don't know. And Devon doesn't care because I don't think, I don't know. Money. They're just there for <laughs> money. They're there for money. They're there for to be, to be in the video game next year. In merch, toys, we'll, we'll, yeah. We'll fucking get Dudley Elites, I'm sure. Yeah, but it's just like it. Like the old school tag belts. If you had told me I'd buy Dudley, them. If you had. It told me the Dudleys were going to come back, like, the day after SummerSlam and, like, be hot-shotted and done by, like, the end of October. <laughs> I would have been, like, serious. Because think about it. They hadn't been, they'd been gone for over a decade. Like, besides Bubba Ray's surprise in the Rumble earlier in the year, they were been gone for over a decade. And, like, they came back and they're done now out of episode two months. It shows how... That's what happens with short-term planning, man. That and the tag division. Yeah, and, not, and, not, right. and realizing what they have with the New Day. Right. How fucking right. hot they are. I mean, right. shit, they're great. No, I absolutely so. But I just think it's funny. But, um, yeah. You know who doesn't think it's funny? The Dudley Boys. How do you know? You don't know their souls. Because they're teaming up with Ryback. And no one wants that. Oh, man, that would be bad. Have you noticed? Did you notice that his fucking like singlet straps say "unlimited energy"? <laughs> I try not to look, but I'm... I think have we exhausted Raw and and and, and heck in a heck? Um, I do want to touch upon uh, one or two things before uh, before we end the show. Number one, just a little two two bits of news that I think are important to talk about. Um, uh, apparently, uh, Kurt Angle announced that he had a death wish today because he signed with Bellator. It's it's just an appearance, so there oh, is, okay. there is hope that he will not yeah, die. Yeah, it's just an appearance because he's going to get fucking murdered. It's just an appearance, and if it goes any further than that, it, he, you know, the memorial on Raw for him will be very nice. <laughs> Like, what, who in their right mind would be like, oh, this guy's pretty close to, like, one move away from death, and, like, let's put him in a He's real sport. He's one chokehold away from his Yeah, let's now. put him in a real fighter where a guy's going to try to kill him, like, legit. <laughs> and he's like, he just got over having neck surgery, and, like, again, for the 800th time. Hey, Brian, and, you know he wrestled with a broken yeah. freaking <laughs> neck? <laughs> so let's put him in, a, in an MMA ring. That sounds like something we should do. Yeah. God. And the uh, the other bit of news that we should touch upon is uh, Rusev tore his bicep. Jesus so Christ. So he could be out almost half a year, depending on how bad the tear was, and if it indeed was a tear. Because if it's just a sprain, he could be out for a month, month and a half. But if it's a tear, that's a four to six month injury. 
I hate to say it. But honestly, it couldn't come at a better time. For I was just going to say, because now Vince will be over the whole let's bury him thing when he comes back. Yeah. And they can just bring him and Lana back and pretend none of this fucking retarded shit of the past six months happened. <laughs> just pretend. Um, uh, yeah. Ruru. Yeah. And, and all that and bullshit. Dolph Ziggler. Sweet, and, sweet and Submissive and Summer. <laughs> sweet Submissive Pterodactyl. <laughs> Oh, God. What, a, what, a horrible, what a horrible bunch of words to hear in that order. <laughs> submissive pterodactyl. If we had episode titles, that'd be the hands down winner. Uh, right before we, we wrap up, I just want to th- touch on one quick thing I just thought of. Uh, what did you guys think of Tyler Breeze's uh, Raw debut? Lukewarm. Yeah, that's a great way to put it. I, I at least thought it was they made him. They didn't make it look. They could have done worse. I thought maybe that's giving them too much credit. But at least he was seemed like they. You know they haven't changed much from. I think his, the best. Well, because it wasn't his WWE debut. No, I know, I know. But, no, yeah, and, and no, no. I'm I'm not I'm not talking about like you know. He debuted on SmackDown. Like, don't fucking debut guys on SmackDown, and then have them show up on Raw, and people are like. I, I guess I should watch. I, I missed SmackDown last week. I guess this happened apparently because they're not making a big deal about it on Raw. Right. But uh, unless you guys have any final thoughts, I think that about wraps us up for this week. I got nothing. On, on wrestling con- sucks. Congratulations to uh, The Undertaker and Brock Lesnar for putting on a better match than any of us could have anticipated. And, uh, re- you know, really reminding us, like, why we fucking love this shit. Yep. Agreed. That is a ditto for Antonio. Um, anyway, so we'll, we should be back next week with a brand new episode of uh, Wrestling Sucks. I am Antonio. Of course, this was Brian and Adam, and we'll see you next week. Ah. You sounded like you took a big hit of weed at the end there. <laughs> <laughs> next week.